train. It's a sword of power, sword of power, dragon and earth, soaring through the sky. Spread your wings. Super Gohan was doing a performance to hide his identity. Gender is a performance, and that's what he's trying to tell us. Because if you think about it, we're all performing all the time. Ever think about that? This week on Ballin' Out Super... I actually constantly think about it. And you thank ever you. think about that? I think, I'm thinking about it every time I leave the house or I'm getting ready to leave the house. Hey, guys. Welcome back to another episode of Ballin' Out Super. Super. I'm enjoying Number the Snickers, but I'm saying it. to ponder being perceived in gender roles. JK, it's about anime and fucking. <laughs> <laughs> As usual... With me are my fellow co-hosts, fateful friend, Alex Patak. Yeah, I got a question. Who's fucking? Who's fucking? Welcome back to the show. (laughs) And and number one wingman lost in the Oh, yeah, Katie. I got a question. Who's anime? (laughs) Yeah! And I'm Kiro's Leon again, and I got a question. Who's anime fucking? Yeah! Yeah. The trinity is complete. That's right. I got yelled at for yelling, but I thought my wife was on a walk. (laughs) I have nothing but respect for your wife, and I'm terrified of the day where she finally approaches me and is like, Please stop making Alex scream. You're right. making me insane because I I won't know what to do. <laughs> you should be scared of that because she has been working out a lot with Omicron Wave because it's all about staying inside. <gasps> it's about not going out. It's about stopping drinking so much because your GERD is getting unsustainable. And all of a sudden, it's just fitness mode over here to the point where, like, my wife has bulging muscles now and she'll I'm knock you so out because she's a jealous. raging bull. I, I, okay, I, if any time for me to finally get that mental illness that makes you like working out was going to happen, it was going to be now. And I don't have, like, I want to, I want to be buff like so bad. I think my problem is- Well, are you watching Dragon Ball? I am watching Dragon Ball and it makes me want to do it. Um, My problem is I need someone to like physically be yelling at me to and telling me what to do. Like I need a Piccolo situation where he's just like, Katie, your arms are so weak. Like, <laughs> do the thing. Cause I don't know. Do the Saiyans are coming, Katie. They're I coming don't... and they're gonna kill your dad. I'm gonna ah! throw you in a pit of dinosaurs. Is that what you want? To be yeah, in a I dino just... pit? I blew up the moon for you, Katie. <laughs> I literally don't know what to do i used to have i'm not gonna lie and lawson is gonna love this there was the first wave of quarantine like 2020 style 
I uh, I did join DDP yoga for a little bit, <laughs> <laughs> which my favorite thing about DDP yoga, for those of you who don't know, this is the the fitness program designed by Diamond Dallas Page, notorious bartender and pink Cadillac owner turned wrestler, who's my role model because he didn't start wrestling until he was 31, <clears throat> which is literally insane. You still yeah. have um, time. But the thing is, it's meant for people like... <laughs> who've like injured themselves or elderly. So it wasn't really like doing anything for me. People, people who are going to die, like Jake, the snake Roberts. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You cut it's to DDP like yoga you're... and it's just like elderly people waiting in and out of a pool. Kind of actually. <laughs> and, yeah. It's like, it's like for like, if you stop drinking, your heart will stop working correctly. Cause you're such an alcoholic. Yeah. That's um, right, Katie. But my favorite thing about it is when you first join, he sends you these videos for a week where he's like, Hi, I'm Diamond Dallas Page, <laughs> and I'm here to just tell you to believe in yourself, brother. <laughs> it's just mwah. If you don't give so me I 50 need... right now, I'm going to throw you in a dino pit. Hi, so I'm Diamond want, Dallas like, Page. A DDP vibe, but then with like real working out shit. Diamond Dallas, Diamond Dallas Piccolo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's right. Um, here's the thing is. I think maybe you're just not watching enough masculine animes. Have you been watching the new Baki? Ooh. I've never watched the first Baki. Because there is a very uh, Diamond Dallas Page in your house style anime right there. Mm-hmm. I have. I just finished the the one they I put on Netflix. Like, which... <laughs> I think it's more like Stone Cold in your house in that situation. But yes, go. <laughs> I mean, anybody could be in the, the premise of Baki is there's a big man in your house and you're in trouble. <laughs> yeah. In uh in the plot okay. of this one, uh I don't know if this is actually new or not, but so Baki, uh, to fight the second strongest man in the world, to prepare for a fight with his father, goes to prison in Arizona. Um like literally Arizona? Yeah, he goes to Arizona yeah. State Prison. Like in the United States. Yeah. Yes. Which is it's <laughs> it a takes very, place in our world, technically. It's I a mean, very yeah. Japanese version of Arizona, though. I have to, <laughs> people are bowing a lot. <laughs> learn to fight your way through a prison system. I'd imagine the Arizona prison is very bad. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, it's got Biscuit Oliver, for one, who is the Biscuit world's strongest Oliver? man. That sounds like a little fancy English boy with like that's on the you know like a little frilly collar. Like I'm that's Biscuit how they get Oliver. you. It has Biscuit Oliver. <laughs> it has Mike Tyson, who for legal reasons they only refer to as Iron Michael. They do call him and that. And yeah. beaten up for effect several times. And then the main thing I wanted to talk about on this anime podcast: there is a character they put on in the show who is renowned for street fighting. Named Jay Guevaru, who is a stand-in for Che Guevara, who was put in jail for punching George Bush on a yacht. Wait, <laughs> wait, is this the literal plot of this show? Because I can't tell it with is. you sometimes. This is literally the plot of so, the show. I'm going to watch it um, as soon as we're done with this. <laughs> but I haven't finished the pitch yet because he's not just Che Guevara. He is a, it, it's alluded to several times that he is Che Guevara and he's founded a mysterious island nation off of America's coast. But his main thing is that he is a so Eastern pirate okay. who mm. uh, set sail on the sea and <laughs> has fought his way across the Atlantic. Cool. Uh, okay. It- I mean, I'm sold. 
And it's just yeah. really hard for me because this is all I want to talk about now. And I think the <laughs> audience is very Wait, limited. Alex, can you swear me up? What season of Baki is this? Is this season three? Um, it's it's just called Baki Hanma on Netflix. I don't know uh, why it's not related to the rest of the show because it seems like it just follows wait. the other part. But Right. Baki Hanma. It's like if you go on Netflix, it's like on their like most watched shows or whatever. Oh, or, weird! This yeah. is based off of that manga from like the seventies, right? Yeah, yeah. The Baki well, manga. George is Bush old. is like a character in it, so is it from the seventies? No, well, but I mean the original Baki the Grappler was like a nineteen seventies yeah. manga. Oh, yeah. okay. It's, well, it's, it's like updated. Devil Man, where they're like, "What if we updated this with rapping?" Like, yeah, <laughs> basically. <laughs> it's weird to me that I mean, unless it came out in like 2006, and I'm just now getting my claws on it. They made an anime in like 2018, and we're like, and another thing, we're gonna stick it to George Bush. Well, I think the yeah, the <laughs> manga. I'm not sure, 100 sure, but yeah, it started in the 80s, but it's one of these that like would every 10 years they'd be like more <laughs> you know yeah and here's more baki and so and they're right that, I that's want probably more. where the modern animes are like based on so yeah like i was an old baki anime so did you yeah. watch the the rest of the show that they had on the first two seasons because i watched both those and i was like surely i couldn't eat any more of this slop i am full I- I kind of I kind of jumped around with it to be honest because you can do that. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's very jump aroundable. Good yeah. or is it that weird cell shading thing they keep doing? I can't tell from these cells. No, it's real good. And there's a lot of drawings of food and right. uh, uh I want to eat the cartoon food so bad. Oh, there's That's so like much cartoon in the finest wines and cigars. Because I'm like mad broke right now, and I'm just kind of sitting around for. Please give me a a job. I want. I'm a millennial who wants to work. Ooh, ooh, ooh. I'm here. Why here? Please, Mister Man, give me a job. So like every time I watch anime, I'm starving, and then I have to eat like a sad peanut butter jelly sandwich instead of getting ramen, which is what I want. <laughs> I'm an unemployed copywriter. Ooh. Put me in Arizona State Prison to fight my way to the top. I'm not. Listen, I'm not like you and jeremy and trying to pursue my dreams and shit i'm literally applying for the shit jobs that no one everyone's like mm, you got too much ambition and we know you're gonna ask for more yeah. money don't <laughs> like, do it <laughs> yeah they don't like when you ask for more money have you found that to be the case <laughs> i find that they really don't like it when you aren't <laughs> They love this question when you're applying for jobs. They say, if there's no paycheck, why? what would motivate you to do a good job? It's like, like, I would leave because I, I would like, not be working I'm here, here to be paid for money because it it's a job. It would motivate me to walk out the door <laughs> and say good day. I was <laughs> like, like, is this some weird bait? Are you going to like stop paying me? Like, what do you mean? <laughs> what do you mean? Why does that matter? I is literally, this, are you so hitting I, on me? <laughs> I've stylized all my resumes to be different depending on the job. I'm applying for and I've literally made it look like I have less applicable experience because they're more likely to call you back because then they think they could take advantage of Yeah. So I'm like, I don't know how to do anything. And then they're like, hey, uh, we're very interested in you. I'm like, hi, I need a minimum of $25 an hour. And they're like, goodbye. Oh. <laughs> when I was working Bye-bye. at that cafe in 2015, I was there for a little over a year. I asked for a raise three times. Because we started at seven fifty under the table cash an hour, and I was like, "That's insane! I'll die. Little money, <laughs> you can't." Yeah. 
Uh, well, the premise of it, like, a, there's a whole archetype of job of this is like, hey, we're not giving you enough money. But if you steal everything while I'm not looking, that's maybe enough oh, to keep I've you coming back. Jobs. <laughs> yeah, it's like, yeah, we can't, like, physically keep you alive. But if you can figure out how to slowly dismantle every piece of furniture and, like, freestanding object and then literally pawn it or use it for your own home, then maybe it will give you almost minimum wage. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. The listing should have been, like, $7 an hour plus unlimited sangria when we're not looking. <laughs> you can put it in a coffee cup. Isn't that funny? Sangria on oh, tap. I could talk about this uh, unambiguously now that they don't exist anymore. I used to work for St. Mark's Comics, which was notorious... Um, at least at the time when I worked there and paying you in envelopes of unmarked cash and also having girls be the one that collect the coats in the front to like deter people from stealing. But they were also notorious for having one of the crankiest men imaginable owning their property. Was it the Punisher? No, he was just like, this like guy who was so angry about having a profitable and beloved comic book shop. Like he just hated everybody. And if he didn't like you this thing would happen where you would get quote unquote banned to brooklyn where you would get sent away from the main location on saint mark's in manhattan and work in their brooklyn location which was great because no one came in there and i would just steal and steal i stole like nine hundred dollars worth of shit one day like you just go in the back steal at a comic book shop that's awesome it was great. I bought. I comic books are expensive. Of, I like you know. At first, I was shy, and I would just put like you know a trade paperback or like a single issue. And near the end, where I was getting really fed up with that shit, I remember taking like a giant hardcover book that was probably like fifty bucks on its own and just dropping it in my bag and just walking out the door Oops. like beep beep goodbye. You'll like, never catch me. Anyway, steal. From your job. Anyway, you should steal. We're on the. We're yep. encouraging on our platform to commit federal crime. Um, it's not federal crime. Listen, this whole Dragon Ball episode's about the the why stealing is good. Yeah. It's, a, it's a great Dragon Ball heist. Uh, yeah, it's a it's an episode for the ages. I cannot wait to talk about it. Mm-hmm. Um. But before that, as we all know, we must cover our exciting new segment, Marmalade Watch. Now, oh. many of you have been writing in with new words <laughs> for Marmalade Watch. I want to put out there, it's, uh, there's a lot of things that we would love to hear from you about, but it's pretty easy to find a word. <laughs> I don't know about that. It's pretty great getting all these words. And uh, I want to give a special shout out of thanks to, uh, wait, I want to make sure I don't. Uh, say the wrong thing. Okay, yeah, Mythros from the Discord for sending us a Marmalade Watch jingle. This is the new Marmalade Watch jingle. Let's hear that ring. Here on wow. Mar- yeah, now nah, what a ring. What a ring. <laughs> wow. I just listened to it and I heard it and I know what it sounds like. Am I on Santa's sleigh? Because I hear the ringing of the bells. Wait, you guys, I didn't, I didn't hear anything. No, well, we, I mean, we're putting it in later, but just we, that- oh, 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 o
<laughs> you have a professional wrestling movie. Uh, whoops. Just act like you heard the ring. <laughs> I, I meant I was really cool. Just like completely destroying the, the kayfabe of this podcast. I can't work kayfabe, like this. Kayfabe was created to be destroyed. That's right. It's impossible to have kayfabe in this modern era. Yeah, the fans want to know what's happening. You know what's kayfabe is gender. Um, that's, that's actually true, Alex. Yeah. Wow, that's big facts. That's actually that's something real. I heard on the street, and I wanted to repeat it that's here. A, you're making jokes, but you're that's stumbling that, into that's, hard truths. That's how. That's actually. I'm, that's how I'm going to explain kayfabe to anyone who I'm trying to explain wrestling <laughs> terms to now. From now on. Well, the thing What's about kayfabe? jokes is, you know, it's like gender. Yeah, it's a bit. It's a performance. Um, yeah, yeah. The thing about jokes is they have a little element of truth in them, though, Katie, don't mm. they? Mm-hmm. They, they're the jester yeah. was the only one in the kingdom who could tell the king his crown was made of shit. Can't say I'm familiar with that one. <laughs> I got distracted in Marmalade Watch. We oh, look yes. up words you send us, like marmalade, which is why it's called that. And uh, this week's Marmalade Watch, we have a lovely submission from listener to the show, Greg. Uh, he says, "Hey, ballers, long time, first time." Got a word that sounds fake for you. That word is baffle gab. Baffle gab. Baffle gab. Now, I'm just going to read the first part of the email because I feel like it tips the hand too much when I read the full thing. But let's look up baffle gab real quick. Putting it in the marmalade machine. But I feel like it is fake. (laughs) This one doesn't sound as fake as some of the ones last week. Yeah, they they really hit us hard last week. You're on MiriamWebster.com, your number one source for words. Baffle gab. The definition is gobbledygook. Are you fucking kidding me? You're you fucking kidding me. Second week in a row, someone sent us a word that the definition is it's made up and only used to be annoying. <laughs> no, well, that's what gobbledygook is, though. But I did. You can't just do a synonym for the definition, though, right? Like, if Alex, you're a what's dictionary. The, what's the definition of gobbledygook? Gobbledygook, wordy <laughs> and generally unintelligible jargon. God, that was one of the words last week that was just like, <laughs> it's just made up. <laughs> Bullshit. They're all made up. They're <laughs> words. Baffle gap. <laughs> At one point, people just started saying like made up shitty words to uh, annoy people who were talking for too long. It's an alpha move is what it is. Or you know what? The thing is, if you think you have a dumb point, but you can't like really like. Like if you're not confident in in the argument you're making, you can cushion it with big words to kind of just like make it sound like you're saying something intellectual. Battle gab is what you're hearing. That's like a real freshman year move. (laughs) Right. Balderdash, I say. Balderdash. (laughs) There's a different word. Uh, I'm looking down examples of baffle gab in a sentence. Kept asking the telemarketer what the final cost of the special offer was, and all I got was more baffle gab. Fucking baffle gab. I don't like it. (laughs) I don't like the word. In real life, if anyone ever said this to me, I would immediately unfriend them on Facebook. I was about to say, what would you do, Lawson? (laughs) I feel like someone using the word baffle gab in casual conversation is a real like, I act like a fancy gentleman and and all the time look at me in my little pocket vest with a, you know what I mean? Look at me in my pocket vest. Look at the mouse in my pocket vest. He speaks. Think, it's Stuart Little. You know what I'm I mean? The those man people who that, owns Stuart Little. 
you like you're like just walking in the East Village and you see some motherfucker that looks like he just got here from Dumpton Abbey or some uh-huh. shit. You know, like- <laughs> uh-huh. no, let me tell you what I do when I hear some baffle gab. I got to leave the conversation. I got to cool off. That's when I go to my car and I pop open the trunk. What's in there? It's my gun. And I can't help what happens when I hear the baffle gag and the punishment comes out. The first two times off mic, so no one knows you've been making this joke over Here's and over the thing. again. Is it a joke to take a human life for <laughs> baffle gab? Let's ask the bullets in my gun. Anyway, Greg, thanks for writing in. If you want to send us a marmalade watch word, we frankly have a thousand of them already, but uh, uh, yeah, feel free to throw like, those in there. The, the popularity of this segment is, I mean, the, the well is as deep as the la- English language itself. As a, it's, as, it's a river as deep as the Noble Thames. Yeah, mm-hmm. I almost feel like we could just like make a Google Doc and let them take care of this. <laughs> we need to formalize Marmalade Watch. It's grown out of hand. <laughs> That's we certainly could, but should we? That's the Marmalade question. Marmalade Watch should be its own more popular show. I, it's a much broader <laughs> reach yeah. than the rest of it. New podcast, Marmalade Watch. <laughs> New podcast. What what word do you mean? Send us, send us word. Send us word. We, we, we word. talk. We talk about word. Each episode's 20 seconds long. 100 <laughs> dollars an episode let's go well there's four <laughs> minutes of ads and that puts the total runtime around five minutes that's a quick listen <laughs> yeah thanks again Jesus. greg for huh. writing in uh send us marmalade watch words and also more important than that send us an advertisement at ballinoutsuper at gmail.com send me a venmo alex patak on venmo.com and that's twenty dollars for whatever you want to advertise what do we got today who's sponsoring the show Okay, uh, so apparently I missed this one in December, and I'm so sorry <clears throat> about that. And I will never do that again because we I... will do it again. But if you send us a reminder email, you might be able to beat Donald Trump to if, dominate yeah, our. Uh, we us. have so many emails from Donald Trump that I forget what is my business and what is the business of patriots taking back America. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but this this week's show is brought to you by Library Punk. The Library Bunk Podcast. Do you like podcasts that focuses on odd topics and political analysis of libraries and publishing? Oh, I actually, that's way more interesting than uh, a lot of podcasts. I like libraries. They are part of the community. I like <laughs> publishing. Lawson? I don't like anything with punk in the, in the title, honestly. Well, it sounds like there's something yeah. for everyone. CM. Yeah. <laughs> Gutter. Daft. Daft. All the punks. All the punks. If possible, you should try to get Daft Punk on your show. I think that should be I, a reach for you. It should, yeah. The, what, what are they fucking doing right now? Do Daft Punk talk? Like, are they allowed to talk? I don't think they do. Well, mm. they broke up, so I think the little Frenchmen inside are free to speak now. Do you think, yeah. like, the mermaid who imprisoned them, like, gave them back their voice upon the band breaking up? Was that the, was that the, was that, what was it, the contract? Was yeah, I assume it was, like, Little terms? Mermaid style, but for, like, you could be cyber robos. Or if you could break up and regain your... I've got a riddle for you, Daft Punk. In exchange for going around the world, around the world, I get your voice. 
What say you, Daft Punk? You know, so we gotta thank this mermaid for giving us all those all those great hits. Honestly, yes, this <laughs> really? podcast would be nowhere without this. Anyway, mermaid. let's respect the twenty dollars that we have received oh. from Library. <laughs> the Library Punk podcast—they have episodes on manga and nonfiction comics and libraries. Support your local library. They also have episodes on video game preservation. Oh. Libraries cool. in horror movies with Horror Vanguard podcast, also sponsored the show. Nice. Leather and Kink Collections with the Archivist of the Leather Archives and Museum. That's a big get for libraries. You don't always get a museum sponsoring your library. Mm-hmm. Mm, love a good archivist. And then finally, the last example, the Queer Zine Archiving Project with its founder. And it doesn't say who the founder is, gonna... and that kind of adds an element of mystery to it. Who is it? So suspenseful. I, I feel bad because this is like actually a qualified podcast, and I I toyed with becoming a librarian for ten minutes during my <laughs> Last quarterly week. life crisis. I know. I'm like, I have to get a job. What's reliable? Oh, a dying medium. Let's go to school for it. I was about to say, yeah. I think you need to go back to school. Oh, I I know. I looked into it. <laughs> I'm like, what college will let me in without actually looking at any of my records? Do you think Lady Gaga is the founder of the Queer Zine Archiving Project? No, because she's not actually queer. But it just seems like <laughs> she something she might try to do. You know what? Like how good it looks oh, okay. on paper. Like, I'm the founder. Well, You're okay. mad at me. I'm the well, founder. <laughs> we don't throw shade at Lady Gaga. Yeah. Well, I, no I, at shade least Alex to her. I can and I will. <laughs> I don't want. I don't want to offend number one Lady Gaga Stan Alex Patak. <laughs> I I just think but, she's a talented lady who could have founded the Zine Archiving Project, but probably didn't. But that's all prof- to say. Profiteer. She 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 knows where her money. Her purse is full, my dear gentlemen. Um, there are the, the Library Punk podcast is on Twitter at Library Punk, and you can find us on the web at https colon slash slash librarypunk.gay. And special thanks to Alex for giving me that audio editing advice. That was very sweet of him. You're welcome. That's part of the advertisement, is thanks to me. I'm helpful. And so go check out that podcast. That's all I'm trying to say. Sweet. We knocked it out of the park right there. What Time to talk about Dragon Ball for 30 minutes. Hold on Dragon. one second. <laughs> I think I have Dragon. a bit Dragon. too much, way too much vibe. You know, the thing is, is I uh, had music video night like two weeks ago, and I got mm-hmm. into the Shakira um, omnibus. Mm, yeah. And she has a... Yeah. It, it kind of reminded me that Shakira is my first love before Lady Gaga. You know what? Good choice, Alex. It's a hell of a choice. She's, I think, more her talented. Her hips don't lie. She's, yeah. Her hips have never told a lie. Her hips are pretty much Abraham Lincoln mode. Essentially. <laughs> so, yeah. She does, they also wrestled a bear once. I they, think. Re- they do that thing where they like go back and forth in a way that's like, they're coming right at me. Oh, oh it's safe. It's an optical like, illusion. Yeah, like It's the like they're are, in 3D. Hips are closer or further away than they appear. <laughs> yeah, and she like plays her own instruments and stuff, and she's just such a she wolf. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Wherever, wherever, baby. We're uh, meant to be together. Also, all the songs are in English and Spanish. What yes, a talent! All of them. 
How, was that, how did they all fit terms. that way? I forgot to send an important text message today because days are meaningless to me right now. Days hey. are the sevens of time. Oh my God. I feel like my brain is literally rotting. Okay. Mm-hmm. Hey guys, mm-hmm. what is all about Dragon Ball Z? Yeah. 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 Kai. 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 This episode of Dragon Ball Z Kai Cole in the final episodes is called The Monster is Taken Away. The Culprit is Great. Say a man. That's Which true. Misleading clickbait title, if I've ever heard one. Huh, yeah, fellas? this is it's like a real like get me pictures of Spider-Man ass episode, this one. Mm, yeah. Yeah. Um, so this episode was interesting to me because I think it's a really the majority of it is a good example of how this could have just been a different TV show and it didn't need to be Dragon Ball Z. It could have even taken place inside the world like that Dragon Ball Z exists in and like, you know, Capsule Corp did Dragon Ball world, but it just could have been like a random teenager and right. his friends. It could Videl could have even been in it as the crossover character. You know what I mean? The only right. person you can't have in it is Gohan, who is canonically <laughs> too yes. powerful for this plot to make sense. No, it's, I, it's nonsense. No. The other thing this episode showed me is that this is the moment that we gave up on Gohan being the <laughs> It's like how it's been four episodes, and we're like, remember Goku? Remember Goku? He's coming back you guys, in. You guys sick of Gohan? Yet? You wrote in yeah. and told us Gohan sucks. <laughs> so we open up, and Gohan and Goten, his little brother, Love him. Uh, are in a big old nest with empty eggs, and are like, where's our big old bird friend? We're looking, we're little boys who grew up in the woods, and our only socialization are dinosaurs. Where's my dinosaur friend Chibani, or whatever his name was? Uh- this is a classic brother activity, is you're maybe too far apart to really have much in common. Why don't we go visit a bird that we know? A pterodactyl yeah. who lives in the woods and its TV? nest is big and you hide in the nest and pop out because you're so Chobie. cute. Choby. Choby is the name of the little pterodactyl they're friends with. Um, I, I mean, just say I f- love Choby. I love Choby. I love that we're getting back to classic Dragon Ball. Dinosaurs are in the mix. And as we know, Gohan's first and only probably age appropriate friend was a purple dinosaur. So, you know, it's a family tradition of having no socialization outside of dinosaurs. And at this point, Goten doesn't even have the advantage of all these like adult men punching things around him. He's just in the woods, not being socialized. Um, He's just being free. He's got, he's got Chi Chi and the ox King who wouldn't want to live with them. And dinosaurs. I mean, Alex King seems like a pretty chill grandpa. You yeah, know? I mean, he's, he's out there. He's yeah. He plays with the children <laughs> more than Chi-Chi does. <laughs> Chi-Chi is more of the Lash figure. She represents yeah. the Lash. I bet, I bet Ox King shows up with, like, like you know, blocks and shit. You know? <laughs> <laughs> From cutting down trees. He just yeah, I blocks. bet he's like, I made you some blocks. You're a fucking baby. Have some yeah. fun. Play hey, with the dinosaur. Do you want this bale yeah. of hay? <laughs> Um, so they are like, we gotta go. Uh, Where's this baby dinosaur? Later that night, Chi Chi is cooking dinner. She's still cooking like Goku's alive, making like what appears to be like 10 course Chinese dinners. God bless. That's sad, really. She leaves like a hundred plates out for him. They cook for the the husband you want to have been alive. (laughs) 
<laughs> and uh, in a very relatable scene, they have TV on at the dinner table, which is something I realized not everyone did. I found that out way later in life that I'm like, y'all just don't have the Simpsons on while you're eating dinner so you don't have to talk to each other. I don't mm. understand. Um, that was a rule and- at my house. We were forbidden from having the Simpsons on at dinner to fully yeah. engage with our, about our dinosaur tales of the day. I didn't have any siblings and uh i think that had to do with it where they're like well we yeah. already heard let's get you. barton here <laughs> we need a little color commentary in the room <laughs> um and while they're watching tv there's a news story and it's like this mobster who owns a circus has a hot new attraction it's a baby dinosaur they hit with a whip and it cries. Isn't that neat? <laughs> it's sold out. Don't try to get tickets. This, Ever. this oh yeah. This is so upsetting. Everything it's about so, this. so yeah, Chi Chi, it's it's one of the rare moments that people react correctly where Chi Chi's like, what the fuck? That's <laughs> fucked up, she um, says. And <clears throat> they go to investigate it. And when they get to the circus, it's literally people like, yeah, we're having so much fun. Woo. And then Kick they zoom in. Ass. And it's just a little tiny baby pterodactyl with big anime tears streaming down its face while a Russian man slaps it with a whip that definitely would break the skin. And it's like, <laughs> how is this something people want to see? <laughs> going on? You know what the thing is, though? It's one of those <laughs> moments where Dragon Ball is getting like too close to real life where you're like, I don't like this. <laughs> I don't like that this reminds me of an institution I know. This is bad for me. Yeah. The circus, you mean? Yeah. I don't want to name any names, but it does start with C apostrophe RC. Apostrophe S. I'll say yeah, that. Yeah, we don't wanna okay. we don't wanna get shut down by big circus. <laughs> yeah, we can't have said big Big circus. Barnum and Big Bailey. Oh this oh. will just I I uh I hate to do this, but I just need to do a quick Katie's corner over here. I hate circus people. You know I'll ever meet a circus person. Like I'm not talking to someone travels with the circus. I mean just like some person's like, wouldn't it be wonderful if the world of the circus was everyday life? Look at me do a hula hoop while I juggle. It's like, oh my god, I hate you circus arts circus arts i'm sorry get a job like get out of the park put your shoes on and stop tight roping in front of me you fucking asshole there's children here stop kidnapping pterodactyls and hitting them with whips (laughs) katie i want to support this so much i've never met a person who loves a circus this way Oh, it's it's huge in Portland. It's fucking I believe huge that 100%. in Portland. And also there's a lot of like people like this that are like subsections of like if you go to a burlesque show, there's always going to be some fucking circus girl there who's like, actually, right. I love fire throwing and stuff like that. <laughs> yeah. Like there's a lot of that shit. And you're um, like, you know, I'm they f- kidnap pterodactyls. People uh, misidentify me a lot. Because they're like, oh, you're weird, so you must like everything I do. So I think that's why you don't experience this, because you've never like had someone in a corset be like, oh, you're just like me. Do you want to like talk about how wonderful it would be to do tumbles and then fucking like uh, magic tricks or whatever? And I'm like, I want to die. Like, that's true. Just a stranger has never me. asked me to eat fire. That's never occurred once in my life. I guarantee you that some people in the Discord are going to know what I'm talking about. Not all of them, because as we've established, no one knows who I am. But, like, uh, (laughs) somebody's going to understand what I'm talking about. I swear to God, this is a whole-ass human being. 
I you never been in Prospects Park and you never seen those fucking assholes practicing tightrope walking. They're I have always seen there. Thank you. Yeah, uh, I have seen that. I've but, seen that at the park and I can't do it and it makes me so mad. The thing is, also, I never they're I, they're <laughs> pirate adjacent. Okay. So if right. you've ever seen someone who's like, I love dressing like a pirate, I guarantee they know one of these assholes right. if they're not already them. Also, it's like if you're drawing the Venn diagram, it's like circus folks, pirates, burning man. Uh, fucking wearing too much brown tie dye. You know what I mean? It's just like they're so into pirates they want to be like Che Guevara. And it's like mix. doesn't even make sense, bro. Ugh. Sorry it guys. It's just not even what pirates are about. Anyway, fuck the circus. Uh yeah, fuck the rolls circus. Up to circus, which is ran by a gangster. And he <laughs> sees his baby dinosaur friend literally being abused, and his reaction is to talk to the manager. Right. Mm-hmm, He's really mm-hmm. on his Karen shit this episode. Yeah, talk to the manager. What are, he and the way he says it, I love. He's like, "Who do I talk to if something at the show upset me?" <laughs> I'm it's like, so, "Gohan, we're we're past this, I think, buddy. I don't think that this was gangster. the literal line." And it really pissed me off because I'm like, you are the most powerful person alive. You don't need a disguise. You simply can just grab the baby dinosaur and instant transmission out of there and no one would be the wiser. Right, or just fly fast. He literally (laughs) is fast enough. He could have grabbed the dinosaur while the show was happening and left without being seen. He has to twinkle toes around the fact all damn day about it. And no wonder this almost blows up in his face. Yeah, so he, the guy who owns the circus is like, oh, find his keepers, asshole. And he's like, well, I never. <laughs> sir, I'm a concerned sir. audience member. I thought okay. you were supposed to, the customer was always he's right, like, sir. I'm taking this whipping a baby dinosaur while it cries act on the road. <laughs> it's going to make me a fortune. And you um, know what? So, I know folks who would open for that guy. Yeah, it's yeah. true. Have you seen uh, like, Crying Dinosaur changed. open for Dave Chappelle in Ohio <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this winter? <laughs> we went to see Chappelle, and first they whipped a pterodactyl. <laughs> and we all laughed. Long. We laughed I'm not and sure cheered. You know, it's like, I <laughs> know he's problematic, but he was so formative in my youth. And, you know, I just think people are just too judgmental. They're too judgmental. Of Let's hear about a baby pterodactyl material. <laughs> Oh, I had a question for you, Katie, though. Did you feel like the trainer was Russian or French? Because he has one line where he's like, Sacre bleu! Ma pterodactyl! It it felt like classic Dragon Ball where they couldn't decide. Like, the the strong man we see in a second is definitely a Ruski, but this other guy's like, I am vaguely (laughs) opium! I am from a foreign place. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. He's like, Estonia, maybe? I don't know. <laughs> Where I'm from, it is fine to whip a dinosaur. <laughs> Zutalorski. No one um, raises an eyebrow about it. <laughs> um, So, Gohan's like, I gotta wait until dark, once again, why? And no, he doesn't. You don't. He, do- he just puts on his costume. He breaks the baby dinosaur out of a cage where he's wearing like a comical like ball around his ankle. And that's when the Russians like, hey, you can't be breaking this baby bird out of your cage feeling just fine. Uh, you uh, you got to put him back. In so many words, that's what he says. And they fight. And he goes, are you from outer space? And he goes, 
No, well, no. I mean, he is kind of, though. How did he know? That's what I think. He this nailed it on the like... first attempt. <laughs> this dude's a better detective than Vidal. Like, he's like, he's got this shit figured out already. Yeah, Vidal does scene. not use her mind very much for a detective. They should have this strong Russian man as the star of the show. I, I think credit where credit's Insight. due. Gohan does, like, very gently kick this guy's ass. He doesn't punch yeah. him or anything. He, like, the guy's swinging a pole at him, and he goes, boop, and grabs it and flips him over, and is like, all right, I'm running Let's away with the Gohan's whole attempt yeah. is, like, I'm not going to actually hurt anybody, even though he, like, causes so much damage to the city. Oh, my God. And at the end of this episode, he really crosses a line that bothered me, and I'm going to save it, but he crosses a line. So anyway, one of the main impetus for saving Chobi the crying dinosaur, besides being like, <laughs> you shouldn't just whip a baby, is that uh, his parents are giant kaiju monsters. So if you don't get this baby back, a Godzilla attack's going to happen. So uh, <laughs> he's flying with baby Chobi, who doesn't have his sea legs yet. He's like, I can't fly. I'm just a baby. So he's like, I guess I'll just walk home 600 miles. Just keep flying. They're going to whip it all day for the rest of its life. Just fly out of the city. This is five most, seconds. <laughs> this is the most cons- like uh, unbelievable conceit ever. Like it was like, oh, well, I guess I can't fly. Going to have to be in trouble. Let's see if I can get surrounded by the police immediately. Instant transmission out of there. Doesn't he have that skill by now? I he think doesn't know. Only Goku instant. is instant transmission oh, yeah, mode he, he still. He just has the moving fast. He doesn't have like the long distance one. He yet. gets to be out of the yeah, city he, in like st- 45 seconds. Yeah, we did the math. What was the math we did? He, uh, 1800 miles, miles per hour, Katie. Yeah, yeah, 1800 miles. He's breaking the speed of sound. Just get the dinosaur <laughs> out of here. Anyway, he's walking. He's getting his steps in. And then yeah. the cops show up with the mob boss in his car where you're like, yeah, that makes sense. And they're like, you stole this baby we love to see whipped. Give it back. Stealing <laughs> right. is wrong. And hey, 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 Cap. The police and protect the interests of capital, <laughs> and it's important that we illustrate this in our episode of Dragon it's Ball so Z fucking, Kai, the final episodes. It's so fucking funny, where literally the police driver's like, I thought I, I could trust him. And it's he like, says that. <laughs> what he like, says is, and I quote, just when you think you know somebody, it's like, bro, who's you a don't great Saiya man. <laughs> Me and great, great Saiya man, we're bros. Saving a baby, like, Literally just weeping, big, bulbous anime tears. Like there was nothing subtle about it. Um, and then Great Saiyan Man was on my Stardew server. Yeah. <laughs> and Videl, now this Videl rolls up in a helicopter to be like, you know, property theft is federal crime, and like jumps out. And she's like, "Wow, I thought you're one of the good guys, Saiyan Man, but then you stole a thing." And it's like everyone. Acting like stealing something is the most offensive thing you can do in this world where aliens have tried to kill everybody and there's war and armies and they're like, you stole a thing. The and law is I the law to Videl. And here's the, the sickest part of it is she knows she's going to unmask Gohan here. And it's the only time we've ever seen her smile. She <laughs> lights so up. True. That's so true. Alex. To be fair, it's so true. I would be smiling too. I'd be like, it, this, this is a real like. 
This is kind of, I was sweating watching this. This is a female domination scene. Like I had well, to make sure there was no family really gross behind shit me. to him. She uh, does. First thing she does is hop on his face. Okay. Well, <laughs> okay. Is, yeah. So she goes, she's like, I'm going to kick your mask square off your head. And she goes, you know, Gohan's like, you should rethink this. Cause he's like, I don't want to have to like cold murder Quote, you. Rethink and, this king. And uh, <laughs> she goes, you know, I'm excited. Cause I finally get to test her strength. Cause once again, she has no bar to understand how much stronger everyone is than her. Right. And so she she says some line about doesn't she say something like I can give as good as I can yes. take? She says I can give as good as I get. And it's like we didn't what? Good yeah, uh, there that are was children very, watching. That is an extremely horny line. Wait, what? And she know. attempts like a broke ass horror karana where she like throws her pussy around his neck, but instead of spinning around, she like kind of like makes it into a backstand and he just, you know, gets out of that. I think yeah. this was the classic. She went to reverse Rana him, but he yeah. like flipped out of it. <laughs> yeah. And they yeah. do uh, kickies and punchies. And, you know, Gohan's like, well, she is stronger than her dad, which like isn't really saying anything because like Yamcha's stronger than her dad. Right. Uh, also, and, he's so horned is- up for this. Yeah, she is clearly like she's flushed. Like she's clearly all about this. But also, <laughs> she has a variety of pussy-based attacks. She's on YouTube. <laughs> she does fair. put the whole puss in his face. I respect See, really, that. That was and that was her. He's, first, got, he's wearing a was, helmet. <laughs> that was her opening salvo. It was, but yeah, I and think you know, so. She is a teenager, though. Yeah. So like, she's probably stronger than Yamcha was. Again, not a high bar, but I'm just saying like. She had potential at this point. I they, think. Yeah. they get try to give her so much credit for the scene. It's like, that's great. But I just saw Gohan like shoot a beam that could wipe out the sun. So I'm like not true. buying it. This is true. Yeah, you're right, Alex. And uh, I'm you trying know, too hard. Once again, she no, she could be an amazing martial arts fighter. But as we established, you could be the best martial arts fighter in the world. And like Gohan and Goku are still like trillion times stronger than they're <laughs> aliens it's not fair it's not fair to they're be little so, gals. Well, while they're having their horny little teenage horn fight the uh the mob guy's like hey, hey, hey. <laughs> i'm gonna grab this baby dinosaur while no one's looking and then it's like wait i'm a baby and he just starts whipping so it whipping right it there in the street <laughs> He's like, this guy could have been played by Cartman, I think. <laughs> yeah. He just gets mad at it and gives it the whip right there. Yeah, and like, still everyone's like, go on is trying to steal this baby. And it's like, just unequivocally bad what is happening. Right. It's on un- um, the end of this scene is a real twist, I'll say. So. You know, it keeps trying to explain, like, we got to save this baby so you don't get godzilla too late the baby cries and its parents hear him so they roll up and the cops finally open fire and gohan's like don't do that no <laughs> my do only nothing. friends are pterodactyls no i love that you know, the cops can't put two and two together like wait this is a baby pterodactyl now there's big pterodactyls acts like they never seen them before but they're just like all over the fucking place, just like 20 minutes outside the city. Like, I don't understand. It's like someone, like a news story, like, oh, circus has hot new, larger dog. Like, yeah, I don't, I can't decide if they're an invasive species or a protected species based on how this plays out. So, uh, 
he's like, we got to prove to these guys, Videl, that we are not going to kill their baby. So we're going to give them back. And uh, and he's like, hey, pterodactyls, it's me, your pal. Don't you recognize me? And Videl's like, don't tell me you are friends with these guys. And he's like, yeah, we actually grew up together back back east. We, you know? we did a lot <laughs> of mics together. Um we, did, we came up and we did the same scene. Actually, until I turned 16, my only friends were dinosaurs and adult men. So this <laughs> it used is to be actually me, a very close red pterodactyl, relationship. Um, <laughs> Green pterodactyl and Krillin. Jake Hart. So then he goes... Don't harm us. It's me, Gohan. Uh, I mean, say a man. And Videl's like, okay, bitch, jig is yeah. up. I knew it was you. Say your name. Say your say fucking your, name well, this to is, your mommy. So say fucking your horny name. For this. God damn it. And <laughs> like, oh, 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 fuck. He tries to take it back, and it's like, you said your full name out loud. The guy tries to shoot. Everyone with like a weird handgun and uh, Videl throws some handcuffs at him that knocks it out of his hand. And uh, then the bird uh, pterodactyl is going to attack Videl and Gohan goes over there and well, apologizes before he knocks him out. He, he does it in the nicest way possible. He knocks this bird unconscious with one punch and then it's like, it's fine. I did it in a safe way. And it's like the bird is unconscious. <laughs> It's brain shut off when you hit it. How is yeah. this a safe thing? To- and then the baby pterodactyl's like, you knocked my dad out. Oh, my God. And he's like, stop panicking. It was a safe punch. There's no such thing, really. But also, Gohan didn't need to punch his dinosaur. Right? He Am did I wrong? not need to punch his dinosaur. He, he can take, like, this. the kaiju's could have wailed on him for an hour. And he would have been fine. Yeah, he could have just like, like stood in front of it, let it bite on his head, and then just be like, hey, homie, let's go home. Like, yeah. Well, you know what the next thing he does is? Fly out of the city with the pterodactyls. And it's like, just do that. <laughs> <laughs> he could have been did that. We could have, we didn't have to do the rest of this. I hope this pterodactyl never speaks with you again. You're a bad friend. Remember yeah. the time you beat up my dad in front of everyone in the city? Yeah, yeah animals Gohan don't forget shit like that. Flies away with all the pterodactyls, and the, the like. mob boss is like, I'll get him again. And Videl's like, no, you won't. And then the officer's like, that's our Videl. She'll put you in the hospital. Anyway, put your fucking hands up. Hands on your head. That was actually really, that was legitimately funny. <laughs> <laughs> That felt like a ad lib on the voice actor's part. That 100%. Definitely, that definitely was not 100%. in there originally. <laughs> what, I, what I don't understand about that part is what is he going to jail for now? Because they were there, like. <laughs> for doing a circus, Alex. He, did, he, did, the he circus. did try to shoot at teenagers with the gun. Oh, that's true. I think I missed that. that. I thought, like, oh, did they find out it's a protected species and you can't shoot it? No, he shot at Fidel, who's the crown jewel of the city, and therefore it goes to jail. She's the soul of the city. The law is, like, more feelings-based in Satan City. (laughs) Yeah. like what the vibe is. I agree with that. Uh, you know, they, they they fly in the sky and Gohan's like, Goten shows up and the Nimbus is like, everyone's okay. Ha ha ha. We're so happy. Meanwhile, Ah Mr. Satan is watching his old uh, World Martial Arts tournament tapes, and I feel like this has to be what it's like if your dad's like an older 
wrestler who had like the, his heyday in the 80s or 90s you just like walk into his weird house and he's just watching tapes of himself you know <laughs> yeah really bleak they're they yeah. really paint mr satan as a super villain in this arc not yeah. a super villain just like like sad <laughs> like one of the bad guys in v for vendetta does this and that's the no, first thing no, i no, think no, of. No. this is this is like like the fucking Johnny Cash's cover of that Nine Inch Ale songs plays in the background. Like, I can make you hurt. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever yeah. I become, <laughs> like just like, yeah. Um, he's like, it's like the Napoleon Dynamite football. Uh, yeah, guy too. walks in. She's like, "Hey, Dad, you you watching yourself again? That's something pretty cool." And he's like, that's right, Fidel. I was number one. Don't you fucking forget. And she's like, yeah, I also heard that guy before you, Goku, was pretty cool. And he's like, no, no, that guy wasn't shit, actually, okay? And we don't do you say that say name in front of me. Here. We do not say that name. No. Not in he this was, house. He was, he was not about the fundamentals, okay? Gonna wash my adult daughter's flips. mouth out with salt. He's a spot monkey. Yeah. <laughs> he had no psychology. When he found out her name was Goku, she's like, Goku? I know someone who basically has that same name. <laughs> <laughs> Which is, by the way, that's like, La- Lawrence? Is that Lawson's dad? <laughs> <laughs> There's an fair, L in that name. Goku go, uh, looks like, and his kids all look exactly like him, to be fair. Yeah, yeah. true. Um, so, in it. It's a strong seed. It's... We'll get into it a little later when Bulma's dunking on everybody, but it is more surprising that Mr. Satan has a daughter and, you know, she looks nothing like him. But anyway, uh, they, they're like uh, at school and he's like, I'm late, I'm late, I'm Sailor Moon, I'm late. And she's like, hold it right there, nerd. Uh, My toast. Stop playing pussyfooting around you're say a man and i'm gonna tell everyone unless you fight in the world martial arts tournament because i know your dad's goku because your name is gohan and goku only got one name in that system and so he named you gohan you look alike facts think about it think about the card son son of goku versus daughter of mr satan the tickets will sell themselves bitch and if you don't do it. I'm going to tell everyone you're saying, man, even though it makes no sense. Why do you wear that costume? Because I don't want to be a freak. Well, am I a freak for flying around? Right. Yes, actually, you are Videl. You are a freak, <laughs> Videl. Yeah, you just show up in a helicopter. Whatever. Yeah, yeah that's she's pretty weird, weird, bro. And it's pretty female weird. domination. <clears throat> mm. I mean, she's she, she's got some ways to go on her domination skills, but she has a lot of potential with that scale. I'll say that. Um... Uh, so she's also like, also, are you the golden warrior? And for some reason, he's still like, no. And I'm like, why does <laughs> why? it matter? Why is he lying about she this? She knows all of it. It doesn't change thing. anything. Yeah. So Gohan is a real himbo moment where he, she's like, hey, Gohan, what's up? Thanks for yesterday. And he goes like, oh, yeah, I'm just glad you're not hurt. It's like, motherfucker, what? <laughs> you can't keep this straight. You're, you shouldn't even have bought a costume. You're not, even, you're not in the costume. You really do doing. But then about the Golden Warrior thing, I was all like, sus. He's like, oh, no, that wasn't me. Yeah, it's key. She doesn't find out about Super Saiyan, a thing that is only important to me. Then she asks him to teach her how to fly. So I guess flying is not even that weird to these people. So who cares? Right. 
Yeah, I want to. I would love to ask Gawam. I would love to be like, if she finds out you're a Super Saiyan, finish the sentence. Yeah. What what, what happens? Dot dot dot. Fill in the blanks for me here. Teaching a girl to fly is a great first date. First of all, I'm just saying, draw Lawson back into the show, like Lawson at anime high school. Like, hey man, (laughs) hey guys, what's the problem? Bro, what's the problem? The, who is cares? Gohan doesn't have a friend that could just pull him aside and be like, bro, hey. what? Yeah. <laughs> what? You're not thinking straight. <laughs> Listen to this other student. He's 30. <laughs> I came back for you, Gohan. <laughs> uh... um, so uh, Gohan goes to Bulma's house at Capsule Corpse. And I gotta say, Bulma just straight killing it because the first shot is her fixing a motorcycle, and then she c- then goes and lights a cigarette up to go dunk on Gohan. So she's like, the World Martial Arts Tournament. She's like, and Mister Satan has a daughter. I can't believe that guy had sex. <laughs> like, right. Uh, when he's like, I got a surprise for you, Bulma. He's actually been having the most sex in Satan City history. That's why the city's named after him. And, yeah. uh, you know, he's like, you know, Videl could actually fight okay uh, if I don't do it. She's going to tell everyone I'm say a man. I'm like, this is a real self-created problem. And also, you can just fight in the world's martial art tournament. Like, it's not that weird for this world. And if and- he competes as great Saiyan man, it doesn't let it be the former champion son versus the other former champion son because he's not Gohan in it. Yeah. So right. it's like, just drop, just... Don't but wear the costume anymore. <laughs> he has to wear a disguise. So <laughs> but he can't wear a helmet. So he's like, oh, I'm going to pay homage to my ethnic friend Piccolo. Because yeah. doesn't he literally say that? Like, he's like, he says exotic. Mis- he says, oh. I'm going to look exotic. And he puts yeah, on he's a wearing a white uh, do rag and sunglasses, <laughs> which, by yes. the way, is not a a disguise this is it's a classic just, no. white guy look yeah. <laughs> it kind of is uh it, like yeah. a, a 1990s i mean it's that dude from fucking that that offspring song basically go <laughs> um, <laughs> walkout track is give it to me baby <laughs> um it's really bad and my favorite part of this is in the background trunks has just been sipping on a soda and he takes one look at him and he's like leave me the fuck out of this and walks right. out the room it's and he's a so- child yeah yeah it's like perfect trunks like we depict him as this character as a joke on the show but he literally is like um no thank you <laughs> just- i'm too cool for this show the the show has told us that gohan is not cool Oh, but you know what, guys? Um, Know who is here? Vegeta. Uh He overhears stuff about (laughs) fighting, so he comes out to be like, I'm going to enter the tournament too. And then Bulma takes one look at him and goes, this motherfucker has time to train all day but can't get a J-O-B? Yeah. That's Uh what Satan's no having (laughs) jobs asses. Right, which is like Bulma... You live in a palace. Calm down. Yeah, I would be on Bulma's side, except clearly, look, she didn't get with Virginia. It'd be one thing if it was Chi-Chi, who lost all her money and lives in a woods. Bulma literally owns the city. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, stop asking too much of your arm candy, Bulma. God damn. Yeah, like he's literally a himbo that you keep in your sex closet. Like, it's fine. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. 
<laughs> what income could he possibly? What like meaningful income? Because he's just not killing people. Water. Yeah, <laughs> I was about to say. There's only one job he could get. You know, <laughs> <laughs> it's just murder guy. Um, and so they're all like, "Yay, Vegeta's gonna come too." That makes sense. And then, out of uh, the blue, from God Phone, uh, "Hey guys, it's me, Goku. We just got word from ratings that this is not working. So I am also coming to fight in the tournament." Mm. And Gohan is so excited about this, but it really makes me sad for him because God Goku is only coming back to fight. He has one chance to come back to earth to for like a day and it's to fight in the tournament it's not to see his wife or his son i love that joyous like most people if they were they'd be dead and they'd be like if i could have one day to see my family goku's like what i can punch a polish man i'll be right there (laughs) i'm gonna ask a witch (laughs) and then that's it that's the end of the episode there's no journey for Goku to attain this power to get one day. There's no. It's They're just, just like, like you remember hey, this character from a different show, like 900 episodes ago. She's gonna let me come on down to clown. Hey, you guys, you guys want to go watch Roman Reigns? No. <laughs> what if What if John Cena's there? Will you guys come then? Oh, you will. Okay. Oh, so sick. <laughs> yeah, and I have the same reservations about this I had when I was 12, which is like. Won't you destroy the entire city fighting in this tournament? Like, how yes, are you going to yes. fight in this tournament? <laughs> the last, yeah, I mean, the last time like Goku was, there, it was like they were. It was the end of Dragon Ball. They are like a million yeah. times stronger than they were. And that's the thing, like Goku, Gohan, and Jeets being in this tournament is so cruel. Because like, yeah. if what this was fuck? like a more realistic show, they just stand there, and then the person would punch them, and their hands would break off, and that just be <laughs> right. It's around. like they would just punch, and they would have no more hand. It would just yeah, it would just be like disintegrate uh... across their face. It's the yeah. follow through version of like when you talk to somebody at like the peak of their physical fitness, they're like. 25 or something they're like man if i get back in high school basketball right now and it's like you can't because of the rules but for this specific listen, reason gohan's the new mc so he's probably gonna have a really good showing in this tournament because it's his time right guys he's yeah gonna look that's real right cool in the Definitely. tournament right can't right, wait guys? to see this tournament right right he's gonna <laughs> he's gonna do so many tricks <laughs> oh man so can't fellas. wait to see him fight out of seven Dragon Balls, what do we write and review this episode? Alex Patek. This is my favorite one of the Great Saiyaman episodes. Uh, I was very emotionally invested in Chobi as an institution. And also, watching Videl and Gohan fight made me sexually aroused. So I'm going to give this five out of seven Dragon Balls one of the better shitty episodes of Dragon Ball. Uh, Lawson, what are you thinking? Yeah, I mean, I I feel like I should give it like one or zero because he could have just flew <laughs> flew the Tyrannic out of there. But if I'm being honest, I did also really enjoy it on the scale of Great Sandman episodes because of the Videl, uh, all the stuff with him and Videl is real is real fun. Um, so yeah, I guess I'll go four. I'll go four to so. Yeah, I actually didn't mind this episode because maybe we've there was no like high school shit. It was just mostly like once again, I don't 
hate say a man as like an idea. It's just that it's Gohan that bothers me. And I do love this like really sad Mr. Satan and like his like rich, like in the dark, just like those were the days. <laughs> like uh, so I'm gonna also, Yeah, I'm gonna give it four <laughs> out of seven. You know, I, I didn't mind it this time. My whole empire of dirt. <laughs> well, that was an anime. Hey, that was Alex, an anime. Do we got a Dragon Ball? You Dragon know Mail. we do, Katie. Yeah. <laughs> it's time for Dragon Ball. Give me some of that Dragon This week's Dragon Mail is a wonderful email from listener to the show, Kenworth on the Discord. And you're going to love this email. Just wait till you get a load of this one. It says, Afternoon Ballers. With afternoon. the cells. Good afternoon, sir. sir. <laughs> or, no, I guess, sir. I Gender neutral, sir, to you. With the Cell Saga being over, I just wanted to start by mentioning the insane time saver you have all done by watching Kai. I know you probably regret missing Snake Way or Driving Episode or Mercenary Tao Get Mind Freaked by Goku, but the first episode of the Boo Saga was episode 99 of Kai. In the regular show, episode 99 was like the episode where they get the idea, not even the episode where it happens, to use Shenron to go around Purunga's bullshit and send all the Namekians to Earth. So you probably made the right choice, lol. I think I mean, you're right. Yeah, lol. like we we complain sometimes <coughs> about the choice editing in Kai, but at the end of the day, we really saved our minds some suffering. It's a show with a body fat percentage the same as Goku himself. <laughs> yeah. Just nothing but cut. <laughs> I would like to thank the two of you for making that choice because on my Naruto podcast, we watch all the fillers. Right. And, uh, well, it's yeah. hard with Naruto because it's most of the show, right? It's half the show. It's half of the show. <laughs> That's unacceptable. It's you should a send lot. a letter to <laughs> Shoji or uh, whatever. Um, yeah. Kishimoto. Hey, Choji. <laughs> Before you blow yourself up into a ball and roll away, get a load of this in your ear. <laughs> um, uh, back to this email okay uh in the question news i wanted to ask if waffles was playing kingdom hearts during the intro would he choose sword shield or staff waffle plays kingdom hearts if he were I... to play kingdom hearts mm-hmm. i don't know kingdom hearts so you picked... it's a stupid baby game for stupid babies well i hypothetically if some of us have played kingdom hearts and know exactly what the question is and what it means i don't think anyone on this podcast is a stupid baby who shits their pants all the time i would if i were to find out that someone on this podcast is a boom boom diaper king baby with a dumper full of Boom, boom, right. poopy coming out the ankles because they yeah. chose to play a JRPG based in the <laughs> Disney universe when they could have easily played the thousands of JRPGs that exist on the PS2 and PS3. Right. I might have my mind completely torn asunder. I but feel please the go same on. way. But boom, boom, baby hypothetically, <laughs> if anybody had played at least the first two of these in the one where you get to play as a card duelist, but you're the boy with the key, um, Waffles is going to choose the sword because he's about that life. 
he's picking up, he chooses the blade over the ball every time. I could see that. Uh, yeah. I don't know anything about the weapons because uh, as we so said, I'm not boom, boom, diaper bitch. I know there's like one shaped like a key because I've seen that at anime conventions. But um, no, it's all a key the blade, <laughs> Katie. But in general, I would see Waffles as a swordsmith. I yes. Kingdom Hearts to you. I don't have it in me. But all you need to know is you pick an item at the beginning. It's like a Freud thing where it's like, do you want yeah. a strength bonus, a magic bonus or a defense bonus? And okay. frankly, yeah. he is always picking the strength bonus because he's like a psycho a, a killer. Sorting hat thing, or it's like a sorting hat thing. Hypothetically, I've heard yeah, my I've girlfriend is always telling me about <laughs> Kingdom Hearts. <laughs> Not that I've ever played this game for babies, but if I had, uh, and if you do, uh, never choose magic because magic sucks. And that magic sucks in that game. Even I don't want to play Kingdom Hearts because, like, I always <laughs> like to have one very strong magic character in my party. It doesn't need to be the main character, but well, it's Ooh, I'm sweaty. <laughs> I've heard. Yeah, Donald is a mage. Goofy is Donald the shield. Is a mage. Well the sword. That doesn't even make fucking sense. We gotta sense. move on. So thanks for writing <laughs> in. God. Fucking he also hate says, that franchise so fucking much. He also says, super cool to see Lawson as the new pod host. Oh. We love Lawson. Oh, we love you. Lawson, don't we, folks? You know what they say? <laughs> P-L-L. Piss pigs love Lawson. Pigs love cool Lawson. <laughs> That's technically true. Shout out to Benel. <laughs> we have to move on. <laughs> And that that brings us to our old train station where we bid goodbye to all our muggle friends. Bye. It's the Bugs train. Oh, but there's not going to be another book. I mean, you can find me at LawsonCom89 on Twitter. Please listen to your drunk DM as well as talking Naruto. Ship you then. As we're now, we're in the war arc. You know the arc that everybody loves because it's war. And all your favorite characters are there, and they're all going to job out to Madara. But uh, <laughs> uh, war. What is it good for? Podcasting. Some apparently. of the worst anime of the Naruto series is what it's good yeah. for. And uh, also, I'm on YouTube, YouTube.com/slash/LostLeon. Follow me on there. That's it for me. Follow Alex. these wonderful <laughs> gals. Um, as for me, thank you again to everybody who has donated for the Theater of Delight Season 4 Kickstarter. We are at an exciting, I believe, 37% funded at this moment. We have another two weeks. So if you want to see this show come to life and exist, you got to tell your friends. You got to tell your family. Say, hey, you know when FDR used to come on the radio every night and tell us why we were in the war? There's a podcast that's like that. And mm-hmm. like what I'm mostly saying is like old people have all the money in the economy. That's a statistical fact. And we need to get them delights. Somehow pilled. interested in this. Yeah. I don't <laughs> we know. need to get them, them delights pilled. Tell Alex, uh, you know, it's just like the one true blue Democrat left. <laughs> I'm, I am always blue. And that's why you have to vote for me no matter who. And in addition, these are wonderful programs they're going to love to hear and love to vote for in this wonderful, exciting voting experience. So two more weeks left to fund season four of Theater of Delights. Get on the Kickstarter. Slam mm-hmm. away on those buttons. And mm-hmm. tell a, a, someone close to death with a lot of money in your life, because they don't—they can't take it with them. Hey, they can't take <laughs> it with them. And mm-hmm. uh, 
all this information is pinned on my Twitter at Patak Test Kitchen on Twitter. That is P-T-A-K Test Kitchen, your one-stop shop for exciting new flavors. Katie? Um, I'm just going to double down and say, you guys, you know, if you haven't contributed to Alex's Kickstarter, Theater of Delights is like the only thing I like. <laughs> I hate I hate podcasts. Like, I don't listen to them. I got to be real. I listen to Hollywood Crime Scene and I listen to... Uh, that's it. And 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 I listen to how did this get made? And they're all rich. Um, they're and all I listen rich. to Theater of Delights because I Alex is just such a fucking nut job. And um, but here's the thing: it takes him like a million hours to make it. Like I know it seems like he's just gonna do it no matter what, but that's not true. He has a wife and a home, and we live in the most expensive city in America. So please consider. That's and true. As always, if this doesn't work out, I gotta start camming. Oh God, that would be so horrible. Uh, I'm don't winking. Make him... I'm winking at you. Um, <laughs> and as always, please check out our Patreon at Patreon.com/slash/BOSPod. Uh, for just five dollars a month, you get a whole uh, month extra of episodes, and we're doing Yu-Gi-Oh. And we know our fans—they love to get into the game Yu-Gi-Oh. Uh, and as always, thanks for joining us. As always. Today, you, my close personal friends, it's great here seeing you on Ballin' Out Super. Super, super, super,
Thank you.